Welcome to I Am Divine, a podcast for those choosing to level up in our world. If you're ready to take your game to the next level, listen to our weekly coffee chats with incredible humans taking remarkable risks to live their best lives and providing tools, resources, and opportunities for people just like you to do the same. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Laura. How are you doing? I'm awesome. That's great. So good. I just had a wicked trail run and some forest bathing. I'm fired up. How are you doing? Sweet. That's great. It's exciting. Home improvement's always great. I got to put it in there. Yes. So how are you doing? I've been actually doing pretty good, um, learning how to really take a step back and slow down on a lot of different areas in my life, from mm-hmm. home life, from work to parenting to just everything in all areas, really. Yeah. It's so important, isn't it? Just to have, like, take that time to just, like, step out so that you can step in differently. Yes. Kind of, uh, it, it's a, a reflective time, not just in work life or anything, but in all areas, like mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, socially, and even financially, like taking a step back and looking at, you know, what is really value, valuable or valid and what is not, what is needed, what is not, you know, what is relevant and what is irrelevant, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, having that have, having that assessment, yeah, super important. And so that's actually interesting enough. This is kind of why we're doing a second podcast uh, together. Why we're having another coffee chat. And literally, I have my my oat milk coffee right in front of me. Um, and I'm excited because one of the things that you had brought to my attention was that you have a lot of women coming to you and saying, you know, how do you do it all? Like, how do you play all these roles? And how do you how do you manage and how do you stay afloat? And so tell me a little bit about what some of these women have kind of brought to you and to help us frame the chat that we're going to have today. I'm, you know, a lot of the questions that women have brought to me was how did I get started? Uh, what motivated me? Um, how do I balance uh, work life, um, Grizz, uh, performance engagements, music, arts, dance to, um, uh, bodybuilding, I guess, mm-hmm. um, fitness, more, 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 moreover, I think it's just uh, a lifestyle. Like, how do I sustain that? And um, a lot of people ask me for, you know, questions of what am I doing? What am I taking? How do I, how do I organize um, my life or my daily schedule? What does that kind of look like? Mm-hmm. And um, how do I stay on top of things? Eh? But yeah. um you know, when I really think about it, you know, and I think about um, the overall uh, lifestyle, it's it's really all about mindset. And I've really come mm-hmm. to understand that throughout my year uh, training uh, under the guidance of Aimer the Hammer. And it's, it's uh, been about prioritizing what is important to us. And, you know, because when I think about my children and myself or my work life, you know, my life is 100% my responsibility. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's what it really boils down to is that no one else is going to do it uh, but myself. 
-hmm. no one else can do it but myself. Yeah. And, and that personal, that mindset and that taking that time to prioritize this reflection time that you're talking about um, and being in that space and being connected to that space is so important. And so let's answer some of these questions for people. Like, so what, what is Laura, what is Laura's grizzly pause? Like, what does your morning look like? What, how do you have a routine in the morning? Do you have like certain routines throughout the day? Um, are there certain things that you have like staples throughout the day that keep you on track? Well, my morning consists of, you know, rising up in the morning. Um, you know, if I have to do my cardio, I have to get it done in the morning whether it's five o'clock in the morning, I got to get up at five and to prioritize that just to get that time done. eh? And then I have my little one. So it's uh, prepping myself and then I'm prepping her. But primarily at the beginning of the week, I usually always uh, on Sundays would be like my meal prep day where I prepare as much meals as I can or cook bulk or bulk um, uh, food of salmon, chicken, or boil eggs. I'll boil a dozen or 24 eggs and um, do my meal prep, same. So that's more convenient and easily accessible and ready, readily available. So that's what's really important. So dressing for success like that in the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing too is that um, I'm getting, you know, when I work at Shotton Government Services as an education and training manager. So, you know, I get up in the morning, do my thing, get my daughter ready, get her off to daycare and the other boys are old enough. They can take care of themselves and whatnot. They're very responsible and supportive. So work day, get home, have to be at the, at the end of work, um, pick up my daughter, prep supper. Um, primarily I don't really eat with my children because we have a different, I'm eating a lot differently than they are. And then, so while they eat and get everything settled in, then I off, then I'm off to the gym again to do my workouts. And I primarily train every single day, you know, unless I'm really sick or beaten down, then I stop and listen to my body and take care of myself. Uh, like for example, like, you know, I was in a motor vehicle accident and mm-hmm. that was very, very uh, tragic, you know, And it was a real huge motivator for me. You know, the only motivation you need in life is death. And to face that or to be confronted with that, Mm -hmm. it was a huge eye opener. And it made me really, really start thinking about what am I doing? What do I want to invest in? Not just invest on material things, but invest in my life. And so in what areas can I improve on? What can I do to to, uh, be a better woman, a better mother, a better sister, a better daughter or you know, those kinds of things. eh? Mm -hmm. And so it's just so with that, you know, I haven't been back at work yet, but um, just taking a really step back at um, what is really important and valuable, you know, what are we consuming on a daily basis? And how is that impacting my health? You know, so, you know, we don't eat garbage, you don't eat an A&W or McDonald's or those kinds of things or fast foods, greasy foods, and you know, what we're ingesting and what we're consuming may not impact, impact us at that moment, at that time, maybe we'll feel satiated from the foods that we've eaten, but in the long run, in the long term, you know, those kinds of foods don't have a positive benefit for our health or our well-being or even our mental clarity. You know, when you eat crappy food, you eat a lot of junk and 
sugars and carbs, your mind becomes foggy, your energy becomes low, you feel bloated and gassed and, you know, those kinds of things. And those are symptoms. Those are signs that, you know what, you're feeding your, your body trash. You know, you want to feed your body something that's going to nurture you, um, um, give strength to you and help you recover and heal and become more efficient. Yeah. And it's fascinating, right? So I love, so you're saying a couple of really things that I want to capture for people, because this is really important. One is sometimes life will throw you a hardball so that you can stop for a moment and just have time to like sit back. If we do it intentionally, sometimes those they're not as often. We don't have those hardballs as often because the world's not stopping or the universe or your higher power, whoever you choose to look at is not stopping you to say, hey, hey, hold on. Um, and when you take that time to reflect, to stop, connect, be mindful of what what is in your life, what is feeding your life, what is pulling or taking away life from you um, and start prioritizing and getting the mindset that I'm doing this. And, and the body piece is really important. And I want to touch on the symptoms piece, because this is really, really, I, I think, where a lot of people miss. I think the study says that about 80% of people are not attached to their body. Mm-hmm. And so because we consume, we're overstimulated, instant gratification, social media, all that, we're not attached to our body. And actually, majority of illnesses and aches and pains are preventative if we're actually paying attention to the symptoms. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. So certain foods that we put in certain people that we spend time with, um, you know, when we start looking at when we're reacting to certain things, those are symptoms that going, hey, I need you to listen to me. And maybe there's a different way of doing this so that you bring in more health, more wealth, more connection, more whatever it is that you're actually looking to, to bring into your life. Right? Yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Because basically the people that you hang around with will influence your, your lifestyle as well. Mm-hmm. Your work life, your social life, your fit life, your unfit life, those kinds of things. Eh? It's like, um, creating new habits and stuff. And, and, you know, when I, when I started to transform and grow and um, start to focus on myself, because when you start to really invest in yourself, you start to grow uh, not only just physically, but internally, socially, and emotionally, everything starts to look different because you're growing. And when you challenge yourself to, to improve yourself, you have to take a take a close self-reflection of yourself every day. Like that's pretty much what I do to keep myself in check is I look in the mirror and take a really strong look at myself and, and ask myself, what could I have done better? What mm-hmm. could I have done um, or could have done to improve or prevent a, cer- a certain situation? Like one of the things in my home is that we don't buy junk food. We don't buy, um, we don't buy sugary foods. We, rarely have um, anything in our home that's unhealthy. Why don't buy my kids cookies and creams or Oreos or chocolate chips or, you know, those kinds of things. I don't even buy them the whole cereals and cereal boxes and stuff. eh? They have to eat like real food because Mm -hmm. all of that stuff is just processed and it's sugared and it's just crap. And when we think about what, what it is that we're consuming, what are we putting into our children as well? Yeah. You know, you know, there are odd times when, when they'll have sugary snacks, but they they can tell and they can recognize and feel that as well, eh? 
And so that's what's really important is being able to understand that. You know, if I were to have ice cream or cheesecake or, or you know, bread or those kinds of things, I, my skin automatically can feel it. My body can reacts. And so I can, I, I can actually sense that, you know, my body's having a reaction to the food that I've eaten. And it's not, it doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. You know, I start to feel itchy in my, in my jawline, in my chin. Um, I can feel it in my arms and my, you know, on my body. And, and then it shows as well. Eh? So yeah. the bloat starts to come in and the irritation. So those are the things, you know, if we're connected to our mind and our body, then we are, we're more aware of what's going on. And I think that's what it is, is that we need to be more aware. We need to be aware of what it is that we're doing and how we're producing and um, conducting ourselves socially as well. Eh? You know, mm-hmm. I've, you know, I was on social media. Well, I am on social media. And, um, but um, I decided, you know what, I'm unfollowing. I unfollowed like a thousand people off my social media because I asked myself, like, are these people that I'm following influence me in a positive way or a negative way? What yeah. am I getting from it? How is this impacting me? Or what, what has this person done for me? Or what have I done for this person? Or is it relevant? Mm-hmm. And so when I, when I started to do the cross and checks, you know, I said, no, nope, unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. You can use social media to empower you, to motivate you, to inspire you if it's uplifting and rewarding, but you can't use it as a, as a tool to manipulate or to, to feel less of yourself either. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's one of the things now is, is, um, is, um, it's a hard place to, to make sure that we have that balance. And I think that uh, one of the things about for myself is like, I'm hardly on Facebook, but I, I find that I focus more on what's real in my life, what's in front of me, what's around me than what is out there. Mm-hmm. Cause you can't compare yourself to something else or anyone else. No, but we're, we're taught from a very young age. That's what we do, right? Like we're from a very, very young age. We're always, and, and for some, you know, some cultures, some communities, some gender, like gender wise as well, we're, we're taught from a very young age. And this is what we do when we're like this. And this is what we don't do when we're like this. And versus having that internal compass is what I'm really hearing you say is like, when you look in the mirror in the morning, what's working for me right now, what's not working for me. And what do I need more of to feel more full within myself? Yeah. And then get ga- ga- mustering the strength and the energy and the connection. I'm assuming like you got, you got champions in your corner that really support you in this lifestyle of breeding health into not just your life, but into your children's life. Right. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I find is like some of the women that will send me questions about, you know, how do you get started? And, oh, and I, my partner doesn't know if I should do this or you know, they're worried about their husbands or their family or their friends or their social life or, Mm -hmm. or, or their children. Like, how do you not eat? Or how can you only eat that much calories in a day or those kinds of things, right? Or they start to produce all these excuses. And I start to hear all these excuses. (laughs) Yeah, you know, oh, I can't start till next week, because I've got surgery, or I'm on I'm going on a trip, I'm going away for a few days, or we don't have a gym, or I don't feel comfortable going to the gym, or 
what can I work on or do at home or those kinds of things, eh? Mm-hmm. But number one thing that I really believe as women, you know, we have to stand up for ourselves. Number one, we mm-hmm. have to stand up for ourselves and identify what it is that what our needs are. And then we have to start to say no to people about, you know, if someone is not supporting, encouraging or, or on your side to help you to be a better version of yourself, you need to say no to those kinds of people. No to drinking, no to partying, no to staying up late, no to all of those kinds of things, because you need to be able to rest too. You have to have adequate amount of rest mm-hmm. and um, you have to be able to say no to people that are not going to be helping you to accelerate or to move forward in your goals. And the other thing too, for myself is like think, thinking positive, um, empowering ourselves with positive thoughts. Like I am beautiful. I am strong. I am resilient. I am a mother. I am a woman. I am a sister. I am a daughter or, you know, those kinds of things. And we have to choose to be a warrior, not a victim, you know, We have to choose to be a warrior, not a victim. And I really say that because, you know, you know, I had my accident and, you know, I was really like, why now? Why me? You know, my kids are doing great. I'm finally accelerating. I'm finally progressing my, you know, everything's on track. And then boom, get hit by a tree, falling on my truck, flips my truck and my, you know, everything happens. I get this major concussion. And so it, it became a setback. And I was just like, you know, why all this stuff? So I started thinking all of these things and falling into this victim state, like, no, wait a minute, I'm a warrior. I'm a survivor. I'm a resilient. I overcame that. I faced death. I overcame that. And those kinds of things. What is this teaching me? Why do I need to slow down? Or why, you know, those kinds of things, you know, Mm -hmm. so had to really take a step back and start thinking about all these different other areas in my life. And so we have to, number one, take care of ourselves. We have to take care of ourselves. And that's one of the biggest things that I see is, is that a lot of women are not taking care of themselves. We're so busy taking care of our partners, our children, our families, our communities, that we neglect ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things that I had mentioned to my children was that when I started and it started to strengthen even more in my mindset, like I'm not the same person that I was three years ago. You know, I've grown and I've changed and evolved. We're always mm-hmm. evolving, adapting and changing. And when we face and overcome adversities in our lives and we, we learn from them, we continue to evolve and change. And so that was one of the things that I told my children, you know, I need to invest in myself. I need to, take care of myself and I need to train or I need to eat these kinds of foods and not eat these kinds. And they totally understand and they support that. You know, they actually tell me you can do it. You can do it. So that's really important is, is having your family on your side and understanding what your values are, what your goals are, because the goal is not what's going to change you. The goal is not what's going to change you. What's going to change you is, the process of achieving a goal. Mm -hmm. It's like Mm -hmm. um, who you are becoming in the process. That's what's going to make a difference because it's going to be based on your commitment, your consistency, your time, um, standing up for yourself, saying no to things that don't support you or motivate or empower you. And then also taking a look at, you know, who do you surround yourself with? Who do we surround ourselves with? People that empower you, um, and treat you as an equal 
you know, that makes a huge difference with who we surround ourselves with. You know, I'd rather have four loyal good friends than 10,000 followers or, yeah. you know, unknown people. I would rather have two loyal friends than five. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we have to look at who surround, who we surround ourselves with and also how we give back to others, empowering others. And so, you know, that's one of the things that, that I really think about. Yeah. And it's really important. So like there's, uh, and again, you got some really good. And, and part of this is around stepping back. So when we're in the state of reflection and we're making a choice to put ourselves first, it's not that we're, we don't care about other people or that we're being selfless, selfish, we're being self first. And when, when women are self first, excuse me, self first, and we're feeling full, we're of better service to the world. So we're actually better mothers, better partners, better friends, better connections, because we ourselves are feeling full and not needing to be full from other people, places, things and situations. Yeah, and, because right? sometimes, yeah, sometimes you can feel run over as yeah. women, because we feel, we can feel so run over and used and because we never really say no. So we, we have to stop doing everything for everyone and just take a step back and start taking care of what it is that we need to prioritize ourselves. Telling others no or when you can't or don't want to help out, it's okay to say no. It's okay to not give back at times mm -hmm. when it's not going to be consistent with your goals. So that's something that we have to build the 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 confidence in is, is being able to say no. So we have to learn how to master that. And um, empowerment comes from learning and experiencing and gaining new skills. And, and one of the, one of the greatest skills as women that we should be learning is being able to stand up for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we are, we already know that we are capable of anything. We give birth, we give life, you know, we tear our bodies apart to bring life into this world. You know, we are probably the strongest beings. We probably can tolerate so much more pain than men can mm -hmm. just for that reason alone. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think that when we when we find our grounding within ourselves and our health within ourselves, we start to acknowledge and appreciate all of those gifts and all of those opportunities for us to like be in our strength. And then it, the, it's like a muscle, right? Like I, mm -hmm. the example that I often give is like, imagine for a whole week. So this is a really simple example, everybody. So if, if I take my right arm and for a whole week, I walk around and I just flex my bicep. All I do is I just keep flexing my bicep over and over <laughs> on my right side. And I let my left one just hang. And I just keep walking around all week and I keep flexing my right one and I leave my left one. What's going to happen? My left one's going to atrophy, which is going to be weak. My muscle's going to deteriorate. It's going to have no full oxygen inside of it, no strength. My right one, I'm going to have a wicked bicep on my, on my right arm, right? Yeah. I'm going to walk around. This is the same thing around our left and right brain when we're, when we're activating and doing activities. It's the same thing with working out. It's the same thing with eating. It's the same thing with positive thinking. The more that we exercise, sometimes it starts with 60 seconds. Sometimes it's a minute or two minutes. Then it goes to five minutes. And then it goes, and then the more you 
you practice, the easier it becomes. Yes, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And it's really powerful. It becomes really, really powerful. And you don't even realize it until you stop for a moment and reflect on all areas of your life. And then all of a sudden go, wow, like, look, this is where I've, like you said, I wasn't, I'm not the same person I was three years ago. Where I am now is incredible because I made a commitment to myself. Yes. Yes. And that's one of the biggest things is that most importantly, I, I really believe is respecting yourself, you know, um, empowerment means respecting yourself. You only get, you know, you only get run over in life if you don't respect yourself, yeah, except exactly. who you are, respect yourself, your flaws and all. The more you respect yourself, the more others will respect you too. You know, self-respect also helps you uh, make better life decisions and, and whatever goals or aspirations that you may have or whatever it is that you're working on or facing. And it's easier to stand up for yourself when you respect yourself. And I believe that every woman can be an empowered woman. Um, some of us require a little bit more work. Some of us have, may have uh, far more challenges than others. You know, everybody's lifestyles are different. Um, but one of the biggest things is that negative thoughts, you know, can even destroy the strongest woman. You know, mm -hmm. like I've had failures and doubts, but I've had to really stop and take a look at myself and say, hey, where is this coming from? This is a false belief principle of who I am, you know, so it's sometimes it might seem impossible for for women to get into the gym or to get motivated or to stay consistent because consistency is the key. Consistency is the key. I didn't develop or evolve or or earn, and I say earn the physique that I have because of being inconsistent. It mm -hmm. came from being consistent. You know, if you believe that you deserve, you know, I ask myself, do I deserve a beautiful body? Do I deserve this, you know, the shape, the size, the curves, the muscle, you know, did I earn it? Did I put in the time? Did I put in the effort? Did I put in, you know, <clears throat> the hours? Not only that, but did I eat right? Did I eat healthy? Did I was I consistent? Those kinds of things, eh? Mm -hmm. So, you know, when, when we think about the word deserve, you know, it's something that comes from what you earn, what have we earned? And so those kinds of things in regards to fitness and health, those are things that we have to earn, that we have to build on, that we have to grow and we will evolve from. And um, we have to be our own cheerleader sometimes because <clears throat> sometimes we're the only ones eaten by ourselves, the salmon and the vegetables and and, you know, those kinds of things, those um, quick, healthy meals. But and while everybody else is having pizza and lasagna or pasta or whatever. And so we're the only ones going on those long walks. We're the only ones going to the gym. We're the only ones, you know, enduring this process. But at, in the end, the outcome is that we are taking care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the biggest things is that, you know, I hear a lot of excuses from so many different women but then I, I think about, you know, well, how bad do you want it? Yeah. You must not want it that bad if you're producing all these excuses. You have to stop and listen to yourself and really ask yourself, is this something that you really want? Because if you really want to train, if you really want to strengthen your mindset <clears throat> or change this lifestyle or improve your physical physique, you, in order to improve your physical physique, you have to improve and strengthen your mindset. Yeah. And, and the mind is, <clears throat> the mind's tricky. Like the ego's tricky. And I think that, you know, it's really important for, for everyone to just 
for, for a moment is that everybody deserves to have confidence, regardless of your life, regardless of your life experiences, regardless of what you, you're going through or have been through, you deserve to have that body, that mind, that spirit, that connection, that confidence, that success that you are dreaming of. Absolutely. You, you, you deserve it. And the earning Absolutely. of it, if you do fall and you do fall backwards and you do make mistakes like you've heard from Laura, if you, if that's it, then you just go, okay, so I've stepped back. Now it's time to step back in. Yes. Right. Right. And it's get right back up. That's right. As long as you make yourself a priority and priority, prioritize yourself is really important. Make time to take care of yourself, get enough sleep, eat well, exercise and do things you love. The more that you take care of you, and the more that you become aware of what it is that you're doing, what it is you're eating, who you're engaging with, the more empowered you'll feel. After all, like, you know, taking care of yourself before you, taking care of yourself is so much more important because then you can be more readily available and, and effectively take care of your family. You know, yeah. I can run, I can play, I can, I can keep up to my daughter, I can do a lot of things that, you know, I thought that I wouldn't be able to do. And I'm what, I'm 42 years old. I don't look 42, but yet at the same time, when we think about age, age is just a number. It's just a number. And I think that one of the biggest things that we can do is continue to work towards being the successful version of ourselves and Mm -hmm. having whatever those goals are, whether it's going to be healthy, to be fit, to be, to just be, to have a center of, balance mental physical spiritual emotional balance is just as important you know we have to think about what it is that we want to do to improve ourselves on a daily basis really i think um i think that when we set goals both large and small we can achieve those goals they won't happen instantly but as we progress and work towards them we can start to feel better about ourselves so Um, When we think about, when I think about appearances, you know, we can't, we have to remember, we can't compare ourselves to anybody else. Um, Appearances hold people back from being empowered. Looks aren't everything. We have to stop caring about what what other people think or say, because we are all beautiful. We are all strong. We are all resilient. We are all women. And we all have... Um, are special, unique features. And so what is most important is being able to look in the mirror until we see ourselves as the beautiful woman that we are to ourselves. Yeah. And that self-acceptance, I think, is, is key to becoming one of the most strong, admirable women that we can be, is that self-acceptance, accepting our flaws, accepting our strengths, accepting our weaknesses, but also taking a look at what can we do to improve ourselves? Not for anybody else, but for ourselves so that mm-hmm. we can become, you know, the woman that we, we are deemed to be. And so, so yes. And amazing. So Laura, if we were to kind of like, uh, if, uh, if somebody's listening to this and I'm sure there's going to be a, quite a few of them, um, that are in a place where like, okay, so I've seen Laura grossly pause on her Instagram. And I've seen her, how hard she's working and I'm hearing her story and what her experiences are. And I'm seeing all these, you know, and I'm hearing all of these things that she's talking about, but I'm still on the fence. Like, I'm still like, I still got so much going on in my life. I have no idea where to start. If you were to give them like 
one or two tips that would like just easy, ease them into a commitment to the process of loving themselves, caring for themselves and holding themselves to the goals that they'd like to, what might it be? I think one of the biggest things is just getting started. I think mm-hmm. a lot of women have a hard time getting started. It's, there's that fear and that confidence of that. Um, once you get going and, you know, the, um, admit, like I'm going to tell you, like the first, probably the first two weeks is going to be the hardest. Yeah. Yep. And just getting started. But as you start to become physically active, you will have huge benefits and your confidence will grow. And every time you make a choice to improve your health or step into that gym or pick up those dumbbells or go for that walk, you can start with a walk, increase to a jog, to a run. You know, as time progresses and your strength increases, also what will also increase is your strength or your focus, your mind you will be able to start to realize that you're actually empowering yourself. You start to feel good about yourself. You're, you'll start to build a stronger body and a mind. You just have to start. And then when you fall or when you stumble or when you eat that extra cake or you have that chomming or that pizza, then don't beat yourself up about it. Just the, the next day or right after you're done that meal, it's just get back on track again. And sometimes what I see is that Um, Well, I've seen that people fall and then they, when they fall, they fall really hard Mm -hmm. and then they don't come back until they gain 20 or 30 pounds later. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, no, when you fall, brush yourself off, pick yourself back up and get back in there. You know, you have to choose what you feel comfortable with. If it's just a walk to start or going to the weights or, or picking up a mat and, or, or following a DVD video instruction in your home. That's a start. And the only thing that you have to start working on after that is just pushing yourself and start building up your confidence. Um, Feel proud of yourself for every step that you take for your journey. And as you build that momentum, it's going to start to go. Once you build momentum and you start getting into the groove of it, there's no stopping you Mm -hmm. because you start to build that habit. You want to start building good habitual habits. If you start building good habits, then those habits will start to replace those old habits because fitness teaches you discipline. When you start achieving your health and fitness goals on a daily basis, then you'll start to recognize and notice the differences and the changes over time. And regardless of your goals, whether it's commitment to lifestyle changes or doing your workouts or regularly pushing yourself harder and and harder when you have many other commitments and really want to pause and reset, but you still get up and get your workouts done because you know that you can, it starts to become a routine. That's the discipline. Discipline helps you learn time management and mental toughness, as well as setting you up for progression. Because once you start to build that momentum, once you start to build and get on that routine, you know, those are things that you will carry throughout other areas of your life. Um, you know, one of the things that I use to help me to track my, my um, progress is the MyFitnessPal app. And um, so I track a lot of things on there. And um, 
just what I'm taking, what I'm consuming. So the only way really to cut calories and to cut fats or to cut fat is to cut calories, really, to start looking at what it is that we're eating. Getting to the gym and working out, you know, for me, that's the easy part. The hardest part is what are we consuming? What are mm -hmm. we eating? What are we putting into our mouths? What are we feeding ourselves? And so some of us eat for pleasure. Some of us eat as a habit. Some, some of us eat for comfort. Some of us eat because we're bored. Or without even knowing it, we just, we, knowing, we just we just we're just putting things in our mouth, right? Especially yeah. if you have an office job. For those people who have an office job, I was talking to somebody the other day. It's like you're sitting down at your desk and you don't even realize you're working away and you're just munching on things. You're just constantly munching on things, and then you wonder, like, oh my gosh, where did that 15 pounds come from? Or where did why do I feel so mentally fogged by noon? Or why yeah. you know because that's exactly why we're unconsciously eating food in order for boredom or to keep our energy up. But if we're exercising exercising and we're being vigilant with our water intake and all that kind of stuff, it shifts. We just naturally start to shift. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So that's one of the, that's one of the biggest things for me was, you know, I used to be, uh, I used to be, uh, what do you call it? I can't remember what you call it, but I, but if I hit a peak of stress or uncertainty, I would eat and eat and eat and eat. And that actually came from my childhood experiences because I was a foster child and I went from home to home to home to home. So every time they moved me from one home to another home, I would eat. I would eat like a whole box of cereal or a whole porridge, you know, pot of oatmeal and then some and more and more and more. And, you know, there were, you know, that was, that was my comfort. That was what kept me grounded. And so here I am, 42 years old, and I sometimes can still fall into that. And I have to stop, ask myself, what's going on? What's happening? Why am I feeling like this? What am I doing? So being aware, being more aware of what these old habits are and how they can kind of squeeze into your present moment, you know? So we have to recognize what our insecurities are, um, push aside any insecurities or fears, and start looking at... Um, how we can live the best life for ourselves, for our families. Yeah, amazing. So there you have it, everybody. There are some beautiful tips, some real life experiences, um, some motivation for you, some connection for you. Um, I am getting inspired to to create something. So Laura, I'm gonna I'm gonna put together like a little toolkit. Um, and any of your um, followers, any of your listeners, any of your community who would like to access it, I'm going to give a, a nice discount to support them with really simple to use tools to help them to just get started, to keep them really clear on their path. Um, so I will get you that information in the next couple of days because I'm, I'm already working on it. So it's like a, it's a, um, there's just so many women that I've noticed that I need just that little extra support, that coaching, and they don't have anybody in their life to get them there. Yeah. So I'm, I'm creating very, very low cost. It'll be under $50 a month. Um, and so I will get that information to you um, in the next couple of days because I'm going to be launching it. Is there any last kind of little tidbits or pieces that you think would be really important to share with them before we end? I think that one of the things I really believe is that being empowered through good health enables many more positive changes in our lives. And we know that each, you know, as we progress and grow and focus on 
on good healthy habits um, that also starts to filter into our life in many other areas, not in our fitness life, but also in our work life, our family life, our social life. You know, when we start to look at how we can build and strengthen our mindset through fitness and health, it supports and encourages women, not just in our own personal space, but women around and women that we are connected to and women who we are engaged with. And I think that we can embrace the power of fitness and health and that it, and the qualities that it has for our bodies, for our health, our mindset. Collectively, we can influence the actions of other women and encourage them to start caring for themselves as best as they can. You know, here's the strong woman. You know, may we know them. There's that quote, may we know them. May we be them and may we raise them. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know who or where that quote comes from, but I think that's, that's something that, to me, that's very attractive. I'm attracted to strong women. I'm attracted to women that um, uplift other women, that empower and motivate and inspire other women by just being the woman that they are themselves. And I think that those are the amazing women that... Um, um, push the trailblazing ways and create a path for other women to, to work on themselves, to, to better themselves, to build a better path or a future for themselves as well. Those are the women that are inspirational and motivational. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for being one of those women for so many, uh, for me, even for me, like I, I, I love talking with you and listening to you and the stories and the dedication and watching your your path. Um, it is a, a remarkable um, experience for me. And it's a, even though you're not with me, um, you're with me because I'm you're in my head. And I'm like, hey, Laura's got it going on. I, I can I can do this too. You know, well, fitness, uh, yeah, fitness and like this whole, you know, when we when we connect with strong women, I really believe that it's like we connect with like minded women. Yes, we yes. can reach out, we can connect. And we it's almost like we've known each other, we build comfort. Mm -hmm. And we understand one another at different levels, right? And yes. so we can grow, continue to grow and bounce off one another. And I think that's what's so amazing about that is when you start to start to focus on yourself and start to build your confidence and growth in in your areas of your life, you start to connect with other like-minded women mm -hmm. so get to the gym or get to those classes or pick up those books that motivate and inspire you and you know reach for the stars yeah awesome thank you so much laura thank you um and uh yeah i will send you all that information soon so we can get some more women on their path to feeling empowered strong and whole within themselves Yes. Have a wonderful rest of your Sunday, everyone. And uh, stay tuned for more. You bet. Have a good day. Blessing always. Blessing. Bye.